So welcome everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, and this is our loan officer sales training that we do every weekday at 12 p.m. Eastern, where we go through more of the front end of the mortgage business with sales and leads. Today, we're going to be talking about some lead statistics. Uh, I pulled some statistics from some different places that are always great to go over and see what really is happening and working out there. Some of these are specifically for mortgage industry. Some of these are just general sales lead statistics. So we'll go over a little bit of both here. So I just picked out some ones that I thought were interesting that we could all discuss. So First off, our favorite statistic, which we know is 100% true, that you're 391% more likely to convert a lead when you call it in the first minute. This holds true pretty much to every industry, right? 391% more likely. That is absolutely amazing. That's why at the Mortgage Calculator, our number one goal is when somebody clicks on that ad and double opts in to be contacted, that they are contacted within the first minute. That's why the leads go out instantly. That's why they're click to claim so that we can accomplish this goal. So very important. Now at the mortgage calculator, you are required to contact them within the first minute. So this shouldn't be happening anyways, but if you were to not contact them after five minutes, your conversion rate drops by 80%. So isn't that crazy to think about that the people out there who are waiting just five minutes before they give the person a call, they're 80% less likely to convert. So a lot of people may think it's not that big of a deal, right? They get a lead. Oh yeah, I'll call them in a couple of minutes. Maybe I'm doing something, you know, and so I'm calling them in 10 minutes, 20 minutes. People don't think that that's a big deal because they're like, yeah, they requested some info. I'm going to call them here shortly, but it's a huge huge deal. So 391% more likely to convert a lead when you call them in the first minute, your conversion rate drops by 80% just after waiting five minutes. Now here's a great statistic, 35 to 50% of sales go to the company that responds first. So in the case of maybe somebody's out there shopping, maybe they're talking to multiple places, it's whoever's going to follow up first. That's why we're always going to be first, right? We're always going to be there immediately. As soon as someone inquires on our site or on one of our ads, we're going to call them as soon as humanly possible, which should be within the first minute. There's really no excuse to not call them within the first minute because the lead gets sent to your phone and all you're going to do is press call and you're going to be on the other end of the phone with them. So those are obviously the biggest the first one is definitely the biggest in sales in general. Biggest statistic here for us all to always think about is you're 391% more likely to convert a lead when you call it in the first minute. Now, the best time to call in our industry is on Saturdays between 11 and 1. So that is, you know, a good ideal time to call. The best times to call on work days are 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. So studies show that work days, the best time to call is 4 or 5 p.m. And the worst time to call people, studies show, 
is Friday afternoons or evenings, right? The second half of Friday is what it actually says, which makes sense. It's Friday. People are done, whether it's with work or personal handling their mortgage, whatever it is, they're checked out, right? They're done. So Friday afternoon, evenings, the worst time to call. Now, this doesn't mean stop making calls on Friday, right? When you're trying to make three, four, 500 calls in a day, I'm not telling you here to stop on Friday afternoons. But the point is you understand you're going to get better results during other times, right? I do want to just stress this first point here that the weekend is the best time to make calls, especially when you're calling about something personal, because we're not calling them. This isn't a business to business call or something where we're trying to reach them at work so that during their work time, they can talk to us because it's a work matter. This is not a work matter. This is a personal matter. So calling on the weekends is absolutely a great time when they have time to handle their personal business, right? Here's a couple of great ways to approach things. So when we use the word our instead of my, we are 55% or we have a 55% higher conversion in cold calls. I say we, I mean, this is a study, right? But salespeople in general By using our instead of my, we're going to convert higher and, you know, notice that this study was done with cold calls even. So pretty, you know, cold calls are even harder to get that to happen, right? So just changing certain things like that, just instead of saying my, this, I, this, our, and we, right? Our and we instead of I and my, we're one with the client. One of the things about the mortgage business that's interesting is that we're in it with the client. And what I mean by that is that us and the client are fighting for the money, right? The client needs money to buy a house or to refinance a house or whatever it is. We're on the client side versus the people who have the money, right? And that's why especially in this business, everything is our and we, and I'm trying to get this for us, right? Us is the other big word, not I'm trying to get this for you or for me, for us, because especially when it comes time to when there's conditions coming back, when the underwriter sees something they don't like, and now we're going to have to try to fix it. It's always us with the loan or excuse me, us as the loan officer with the client. We're in the trenches together. We're on the same side. We're both trying to get the money out of the person with the money. And we're all, we're all trying to, you know, not battle, but, you know, go back and forth with the underwriter to try to accomplish it. We're with the client. So that's a big thing using the words, our, we, us. These are things that just psychologically give you better conversion rates. And like I said, in mortgages, it's very much that because we're battling the underwriter. We're battling the, the, you know, people that have the money and that's our job is to be in the trenches with our client. It's us and the client versus the world, right? Us and the client versus the underwriter versus the, the people with the money. We are in it together. Here's a great statistics. Did I catch you at a bad time? When you say, did I catch you at a bad time when you're opening the call? The success rate drops by 40%. 
Some people think that's a nice thing to do or a polite thing to do or 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 whatever the case may be. It's something people say quite often. Did I catch you at a bad time? Think it's something that people think is is respectful, right? But at the end of the day, your success rate drops by 40%. It's a very salesy thing. It's a very, you know, corporate salesy, you know, type of, of phrase. And you can see that it doesn't work. You see right there by the statistics. This is from an actual sales study of, did I catch you at a bad time? Boom, your success rate drops. People get into that very salesy, you know, solicitor type mode and it's a turnoff and it reflects in the success rate. So two things there using our, we, us, those are going to high, you know, make your conversion rate higher saying things like, did I catch you at a bad time is going to drop your success rate. I'm sure there's probably some of you right now watching this that say, did I catch you at a bad time? And I'm not saying you were doing anything wrong, but now that you see, see this statistic, and I didn't know this until I saw this statistic, that you know that's something that right away you could be converting 40% better if you stopped using that phrase, right? And then here's a, a statistic that I found interesting, especially for here at the mortgage calculator, because we're so CRM-based and, and system-based is that top sales performers tend to spend 18% more time updating their CRM. What I mean by updating is, you know, using it, you know, taking the notes from the call, you know, setting the tasks, right? So doing the things, really using the CRM. So when we say update, we mean, you know, after the call, we're putting in our notes and putting our follow-ups and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really great thing too. That's not a mortgage statistic. That's just a general sales statistic. But of course, it's absolutely going to hold true to mortgages and probably most industries there that people spending that extra you know, bit of time are converting more, right? The top performers, people who are selling the most are tending to spend more time updating and more time in their CRM, which lets you know that it's working, right? So definitely important. That's a, that's a trait of the successful salespeople is using their CRM, spending more time in it, updating it more. And that obviously translates into more sales for the top performers. Last slide here, 70%. So we're talking about emails on this slide. So this is interesting. 70% of salespeople stop emailing after one email. 70% of salespeople only send one email. Well, we know at the mortgage calculator, we have our follow-up schedule, which is going to send more than one email, right? So already, as long as you're following procedures at the mortgage calculator, you are going to be beating out 70% of salespeople that stop emailing people after that one initial email. Now, I don't have it on here, but I was looking at some great statistics too about how the email combined with the phone call is so powerful, right? There wasn't like an actual number to put in the presentation, but it was just talking about how the email combined with the phone call is big. And then at the mortgage calculator, you know that we do the email phone call and the text message, which again is really big because these multiple channels, not only 
are contacting them in different places and hitting them at different points, but it's bringing it all together to make sure that they understand that you're a real person, that you actually were a person on the other end of the phone calling them, that you actually then took the time to text them, put, you know, by name about what they're talking about, and then send them an email by name talking about what we were talking or what I was calling about, right? So it's the combination of all three, not only touching them in the different touch points, but also bringing it all together to make them understand you're not like a robo call, you're not a robo text, right? It's it's all of them together. You're not just a spam email. When you combine all three of those, it's like, okay, this is actually a real person that's trying to get a hold of me, right? The next stat here, 33% of people open emails based on the subject line alone. So that should let you know, spend some you know good time on your subject line. And here's a great fact, subject line word count with the higher open, highest, I should have put highest there, sorry about that, with the highest open rate is seven words, right? So that's interesting to think about. 33% of the people are going to open the email based on the subject and the best count of words on a subject is seven words. So if you're putting a great email subject that's around seven words, you're optimizing your chance of people actually opening that email, right? So a couple good things on email there. Obviously, we're going to follow up with more than just one email. Even if the client's not responsive after our first few tries, remember, we're always going to put them on an action plan. That's going to automatically email them. But when you're sending emails, just take that extra time now that you've gone through this training of saying, huh, okay, I need to really make an effort here to put a great subject line together because 33% of people who look at this are going to, you know, open it based on that. And I should try to stick to around seven words. That's what tends to be the highest open rate when you're talking about a word count on an email subject. So those are the email statistics. So I'm going to come back here and just go over everything again here real quick. Obviously, first minute, we need to call them. Remember, this isn't us. This second bullet point, this isn't us here at the Mortgage Calculator. We're definitely not waiting five minutes to call them. So none of us should be worried about that. But that lets you know how drastic the drop is and why it's so important that we do what we do. And we always must be first. We want to get in front of them first. We want to call them first. We want to quote them first. That's another big thing here at the mortgage calculator. It's not just about speed to lead. It's about speed to quote. And that's what goes into this as well. As far as talking about the sale goes to the first company that responds first. Well, a response could also be considered a quote, right? Who's going to give them the quote first or the LE first or whatever it is that the companies they're talking to are going to provide them with the you know data of what they're asking for, whether it's a quote or LE or estimated fee worksheet or whatever it is, it's about speed to quote too. So remember what we talk about on our CRM training, the fact that obviously you're only going to take a lead if you can call them within the first minute, but also keep in mind that you should be able to quote them soon too. So I'm not saying you can't take a lead while you're driving in the car, right? As long as it's quiet and professional. But what I'm saying is make sure that you're in a place where you're not going to wait three hours to quote them because it's not just about speed to lead. It's about speed to quote. 
every minute that passes by after we spoke to them that we don't send a quote, we get further and further away from their mind. The open rate of that email that we send them with the quote goes down more and more. Every single second that clock is ticking, that percentage rate of whether they're going to open that email or not is just going down. As you can see here, every statistic you look at, it doesn't matter whether it's a call or an email or a quote or whatever it is, sending them the information, every second that you wait, the conversion rate just keeps dropping and dropping. Imagine if you waited two weeks to send them a quote, the conversion rate would be nearly zero because you waited two weeks. So that's a drastic example, but you know that just kind of shows you it absolutely is dropping off every single minute that you don't send that quote. So not just about speed to lead with us, also about speed to quote. We want to be the first person talking to them, the first company to respond to them, and the first company to give them numbers to look at. And now we're following up about our quotes as opposed to just trying to get a hold of them. Other companies are still just trying to get a hold of them. We already quoted them. We're talking about the quotes, right? And, and we're moving forward. And then remember, best time to call, especially for us, is on the weekends because, again, it's something personal. It's not some B2B that they're sitting at work. They want to talk to us during work, right? If we're B2B, that's what they're at work for. But when it's something personal like this, weekends is always a great time to call. 4 to 5 p.m. on weekends tends to be the best time to call, studies have showed. And the worst time to call is Friday afternoons, evenings, which I'm sure we all understand people are just checked out in general, whether it's from work or personal, they're just ready for the weekend. And then again, big thing here, some of you literally can improve by 40% here just by stop using the did I catch you at a bad time, also a much higher conversion rate by making sure everything you do is our, us, we, we're in it together, I'm with you, we're fighting for the same thing, which is to accomplish your goal. I'm here with you, fighting with you to accomplish your goal against anything and anyone that may stand in our way of making that happen. And remember, top performers, what do you see consistently with top performers that they're doing more? They're using their CRM more and they're updating their CRM more. And then again, the recap of the emails, make sure to keep emailing them, obviously, and take some time to think about your subjects when you're emailing them and craft them and make them nice and keep that seven word count in mind as well. All right. Well, I don't see any questions. So I think we will go ahead and wrap it up then. Obviously, these are just statistics that I pulled. There's a million other statistics. But at the end of the day, the theme that holds true through everything is speed, speed to lead, speed to quote, keep emailing, keep following up. I mean, every statistic here is basically talking about getting to people quickly and following up with people more, right? So that's always our number one goal here at The Mortgage Calculator. So no questions still. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Remember, 12 p.m. Eastern, we do this show every weekday where we go through more of the front end of mortgages. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We will see you tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern, for the next episode of the Loan Officer Sales Training with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great and productive day.